Hello, Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of the All Steelers Talk Midweek Report. My name is Stephen Thompson, coming to you from Pittsburgh Southside, ready to talk a little Pittsburgh Steelers football on this week after a victory, a week in which the Steelers have a little momentum heading into their next game against the Atlanta Falcons. It's a short week. It's a short week for sure. Uh, played on Monday to get back at it on Sunday. And they're a little banged up. They're a little banged up, as Mike Tomlin alluded to uh, during his weekly press conference. The Steelers have some minor injuries. Um, obviously, Najee Harris, maybe a little more serious, but uh, some bumps and bruises to TJ Watt, uh, Larry Uncanjobi, Mega Fitzpatrick, um, and Miles Jack. Um, they were minor, but significant enough that Mike Tomlin felt the need to address them in his weekly press conference. Um, I don't think he would have used names if any of those guys were really fully healthy and going to be ready to go. Um, he did also say that he's going to have to adjust his weekly kind of practice schedule or plan for practice to make sure that those guys are involved in the preparation for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who the Steelers play this week, but also not being stressed physically and still able to kind of stay healthy and, and manage those bumps and bruises. I mention all of this because I think this is going to be a big test for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and you can interpret test however you want. I mean, these are two, uh, I believe, four-win teams coming into this game. Um, this is not this is not like a, a game of a game between Super Bowl contenders or anything. Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. The Falcons have five wins. Excuse me. Steelers have four. Falcons at five, but either way, this is not a battle of Super Super Bowl contenders. Um, despite the fact that that both of these teams have shown some really positive things, maybe some more positive things than people expected, I'd say that's definitely the case in terms of the Falcons. Um, I don't think anyone expected them to even breach five wins at all, um, let alone have five wins with five left to play this season. The Steelers, you know, it's been more of a slow burn. I think. There have obviously been some more encouraging things as of late, um, especially, you know, it's easy to feel that way coming off of a win. But I think even in that loss to the Bengals last week, they or two weeks ago, they looked much better. Um, the improvements are really clear. So just to that end, I think you're going to have two really hungry teams coming into this game, uh, teams that are eager to prove themselves, teams that feel they are better than their record indicates and are are going to look to prove that against uh against a team that they they see as very beatable. Um I think that's a perspective that both sides can share. Again, I mention all of this to say that I think that this game against the Atlanta Falcons is really going to come down to a test of wills. Um it's really going to come down to who wants it more, which is a football cliche, but I think the matchups really lend itself to that kind of game. I'll tell you why. The Atlanta Falcons are in the top 10 in the NFL in yards per carry. They're one of the best rushing offenses in the league in terms of efficiency, not even just pure volume. Um, they they do run it a lot um, behind Marcus Mariota, who has great legs, maybe not a strong passer, but has really tremendous legs. They've got a few great running backs, um, Algiers and uh, Cordell Patterson, who's coming off of an injury. Those guys really come to mind, but they're deeper than that too. Their offensive line is big. They're aggressive. They love to play downhill. Um, they they really like to run the ball, and they do it really well. And that's what's kind of carried their offense 
through this season. Um, that's just the kind of team they are. It's a it's a pretty classic mold, strong rushing offense, a good defense. Um, you play ball control, try to win some low scoring games. The Steelers, on the other hand, have one of the better rushing defenses in the NFL. And I, I, this, I look at these stats and I see oh, Steelers top six in the NFL in rushing touchdowns allowed, in uh, yards per carry allowed, total yards allowed. They're not getting run down, ran on a lot. Uh, they're in the bottom 10 of the league in terms of attempts against them. So that's what I kind of mean when they're, when I say that this game is going to be a test of wills. It's going to be hat on a hat who is going to be able to stop the run better. Um, I don't think either of these teams have real complicated running schemes uh, or at least the Falcons don't. It's going to be a matter of who can push the other team around, who can push who around, um, particularly when the Falcons have the ball. And I, I say that those Steelers numbers against the run are a little surprising because I think we all watched them against the the Jets uh, to a certain extent against uh, certainly against the against the Browns and the Patriots and thought and quite honestly even the even the Bengals last week uh, the way P Ryan kind of ran over them um even without Mixon in the fold but we watched that team de- try to defend against the run and they were they were missed tackles um the the play got worse as the game go- got on they looked tired by the end of games the teams were able to steamroll them a little bit and really close them out in really effective ways. Um, So that was not the case uh, uh, on Monday against Jonathan Taylor and that, that really good Colts offensive line, at least in the run game, the Steelers didn't get bulldozed. In fact, quite the opposite. I thought they stood up really well against, against Jonathan Taylor, who by most accounts is, the best running back in the league. He might not be putting up those kind of numbers this year, but that talent is still there. Um, same on that offensive line. Um, they they kind of lean on that attack because they have to. And I know Taylor looked a lot better in the second half, uh, but he was not a huge factor. Um, when the Steelers got beat, they were getting beat by Matt Ryan's arm on Monday night in Indianapolis. So I I really expect the Steelers to come out a little fired up in Atlanta. Um, I think they know the challenge that is in front of them. I think they know the opportunity that's in front of them, quite honestly. Uh, you're kind of walking a delicate line or a thin line if you're the Steelers right now between wanting to win now, when to prove that you're taking steps forward, uh, but then also looking towards the future a little bit. And I know that's not the job of the players, um, really, or the coaches, they are not looking towards the draft or anything like that, but I don't know. This team is this team is proud. Um, forget the organization as a whole. Forget like the fans, but I think just the team and and the guys on this team are proud. And they they got a little peeved off like before the bye week. Um, they just saw everything that was being said about them. They could see the record plain as day. They could see the talk about next year and the draft and all that. Um, and I think they took that really personally. I think you've seen a re-energized team, and it helps, obviously, to play against a weaker schedule. But they they are out to prove something, I think, in this second half. Um, and as, I don't think it's just about showing improvement for them at this point. It is about winning games. It is about 
really like uh, i don't know just proving something to themselves proving that they belong here that they are not that even the steelers at their worst are a team that that can win games um that can be a 500 football team can push someone for the playoffs cuz i i think we it's very easy to forget that like Steelers haven't been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs that yet. With uh, eleven, with uh, you know, there are eleven games into this season, I believe. Yeah, uh, with six more to go, uh, eleven or twelve. Either way, you know, five or six games left. Like a third of the yeah, they played eleven games, so seven, so six games left. They haven't, they haven't like played their best football yet, and they're not completely out of the playoff race yet. Um, it's a long shot, obviously, but like. This team's not going to put a cap on themselves, and they're not going to going to count themselves out of any of their remaining games, especially because their remaining schedule is not that difficult. Um, and I think, and it starts this week against the Atlanta Falcons, a team that they can definitely beat, but a team that's going to be hungry too, and a team that's really on their level, I think. And that's why I think that this game is going to come down to a test of wills, not only from a football standpoint about kind of the matchup and kind of how these teams are operating at this point. Um, just they, they both are kind of leaning on stronger run games right now than their, while their passing game kind of either takes a backseat or waits to catch up in the case of, I think that's more the case of the Steelers, the latter part of that. But I really think this is going to come down to who can push around who in the run game and who can, or who can stand up and say, no, we are not going to, we're not going to let that happen. Um, it it's not going to be a pretty game. I think I don't think it's going to be a game that is aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically pleasing, but if you like teams playing hard, teams with a chip on their shoulder, teams looking to prove something to someone else, then this is this will really be the game for you. And I, quite honestly, I. I've watched this team for the past few weeks, you know, ever since coming out of the bye, and I I have so much more confidence in their ability to win in different ways, uh, to to show a little bit of fire, show a little bit of fight, um, and 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 win some games. Um, you know, it th- this season is far from over. They have a lot still to play for. And I think they're playing that way right now. Um, the The competition really doesn't take that big of a step up. You know, the best team that they're going to play down this stretch of the down this final stretch of the year is probably the Baltimore Ravens or the Cincinnati. Uh, no, they don't play the Bengals anymore. No, they they will. Their best opponent is the Baltimore Ravens, um, and that's that's still a beatable team too. Um, yeah, the Steelers just have so much in front of them. This matchup plays into their hands. I think they have the horses up front to to contend with a team like the Atlanta Falcons um, and to to match up well with them. So I'm excited to see what they come out with. I'm just excited to see how this team responds to some success, quite honestly. Um, I'm excited to see what they do when things start to go their way, when they start to figure things out, when they start to put them th- some things on film that they do well. How do they counter adjust? How do they, uh, how do they anticipate what's coming? And then, 
how do they also impose their will on the team? You know, I'm not sure if we've seen them do that so far this year, you know, uh, win a game by just flattening a team, flattening a team that knows what's coming. Um, and I think they can do that this week, but we'll see how it all unfolds on Sunday. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the All Steelers Talk Midweek Report. I'll be back next week, talk some more Steelers football on Monday, Wednesday, and then again on Thursday on this show. Hope you all tune in. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend.